right, folks, I'm Bob Shrub, physical therapist. Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Together we are the most famous physical therapists on the internet. In our opinion, of course, Bob. Today again, we are joined by Jody, who is going to share her knowledge, which we so much appreciate because she's been through it all. It's, there's nothing like having a real patient tell their story. Um, she's, our title of our program today is Seven Foods You Should Never Eat If You Have Arthritis Slash Fibromyalgia. She actually has rheumatoid arthritis and uh, fibromyalgia. And Jody, before we begin to have you talk, if you don't mind, we're going to introduce the people here. Uh, if you are new to our channel, please take a second to subscribe to us. We provide videos on how to stay healthy, fit, pain-free, and we upload every day. Also, if you get a chance, go over to Facebook and like us, because Brad and I, all this week, uh, we're going to give out positive vibes to those people who like us. Isn't that a nice treat, Brad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, now, yeah, the, the mic thing we're kind of getting used to. Yeah. All right, Jody, so uh, in the first video, we had uh, this was a two-part series, basically. Jody talked about some of the things, uh, some of the trials and tribulations you went through in trying the normal medical route uh, with rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia. It really kind of did not go well. And now we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the foods you shouldn't eat and maybe some of the foods you can eat, mm -hmm. uh, which has really helped you uh, manage um, your, your two condition. I think it's time to let Jody okay, start talking. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I've had great success changing my diet. Um, one of the things I forgot to say before, but that's okay, it'll fit here well, is when I went to a dietitian for the first time, um, I did get a little freaked out. She kind of overloaded me. So if that happens to anybody, it's okay. Take, take small steps. So when I first went, she said, you have to cut out said all these things and all these things were things I ate a lot like number one is dairy I'm from Wisconsin I'm not cutting out cheese I just can't do it oh, before we go any farther so the primary goal with the change of diet was for pain management is that correct uh, I would say yes at first because mm -hmm. I was in such pain but come to find out through a lot of research I've done it also will help to um, slow the progression of the RA which is inflammation based so if you if you get rid of the inflammation in your body it's obviously going to help the disease and when I first had RA and fibromyalgia I started going to a massage therapist and I remember distinctly distinctively she said that she had a patient who managed his RA strictly through diet and exercise and I went yeah right because I just didn't think it was possible and now that's well I need to add exercise but that's baby steps so I've managed it very successfully through diet and some of the other uh, like the acupuncture and the massage those are things that help but but diet is the number one thing that has helped me and I can tell you why because when I have I call it deflaming my body and that's not a technical term and and please be aware I am not an expert I am not a nutritionist this is simply my history I've done a lot of research you know I have people in my life who've given me advice and I followed it and it has worked so um, this is strictly first-hand knowledge, but when I did deflame my body and get to the point of being pain-free, if I added something back in, I could tell within 15 minutes my hands would ache and I had trouble moving them. So I know. So you were getting some good feedback. You yeah. knew exactly oh, yeah. what, what was working and what's not working because you get immediate feedback. Negative pain feedback is what it was. And believe so. me, this is not the first time I've heard this is where basically you can look at food as a drug. And, 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 and you can use it as a good drug or a bad drug. Um, so um, 
keep that in mind. Right. Do you want to talk about some of the foods that you... Um... Yes, I would say my number one thing that I have cut out is, is potatoes. Starchy things, but number one is potatoes. I can eat sweet potatoes, but I do not... I haven't had potatoes for quite a while. And, and that, that makes sense. Potatoes have very high glycemic level, uh, and sweet potatoes have a little bit less. So um, it, uh, potatoes are a culprit, unfortunately, because I love them too. <laughs> and then you learn to do, well, as I talk about this, you learn to do like switching things. Because sure. for me, Substituting. I absolutely love pasta. And when I was told I couldn't have pasta anymore, because it's not just white flour, it's wheat flour. It's not just white rice, it's brown rice. Right. So it's, yep. it's grains, it's wheat, it's potatoes, um, all of which I love. And I love pasta, but then you learn to substitute things like black bean pasta or um, chickpea pasta. And I'm going to have to try those because, you know, we've lowered the carbs in our lives. And, and, and pasta is a very high glycemic also. Mm. So, well, and uh, it's the simple carbs. You simple know, you carbs, have to be yeah. very careful with the simple carbs. So if you look up what that means. And, then, and so what I did is I cut as much out as I could at first to, to get my... I had a flare, so to get the flare down. And then you try adding things back in, and when you have a reaction, you know you have to stay away from Stay that. away from that one. And so one of the reactions I have is definitely to rice. That's a big trigger. Potatoes is a big trigger. Um, I sometimes sneak a little pasta, and, you know, it all depends on how much pain you can put up with, I guess, for sure. food. But so those are big ones. Um, she did tell me no dairy, and I think I started to cry. But <laughs> I use a lot of creamer in my coffee, so she gave me ideas like what you threw across the room earlier is my coconut oil. So you put, I put coconut oil in as well. Interesting. And um, actually a lot of people use coconut oil in their coffee. Um, a, a caveat here is organic. So... Um, Everything I, tr I try to buy uh, as much as possible organic. So I do organic coconut oil. I do organic um, black bean pasta, you know, whatever I can do How about, organic. Uh, are, are you staying away from some fruits? Um, uh, I'm not a big, see, here's so the problem. A problem. I'm not a big you. fruit eater. So, so that to, wasn't a problem. Right. To, but from what I've read, carbohydrates in natural form are fine. It's the more processed ones. Sure. Sugar is a big one. Oh, I want to get back to dairy for a second. So I love my cheese, and I don't think I could do without my cheese. So she gave me some tips on that. Um, don't do the, the pre-shredded cheese because that's got a lot of process. So anything that's got a lot of processing, flip stuff over, read the label. Sure. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. I mean, that's right. kind of a good rule. The other thing is, um, like, say, taco chips. You can find organic... Tortillas. What am I trying to say? Taco chips that have three ingredients. It's got the the corn. It's got the oil that it's cooked in, and it's got salt. That's that's fine. Sure. You find other bags. It goes on and on and on. And for instance, we do a lot of shopping now in the organic aisle or the health aisle, right? Gotcha. And they have gluten-free everything. You turn that over, and it's filled with rice flour or this, mm. right? I can't eat that either. So you have to start to educate. It takes a little time to educate yourself and to start reading labels. I think you made a good point. You know, don't try to toss everything out oh. at first. Try, you know, do this kind of like a scientist. Go in and experiment. I'm just curious. You haven't mentioned anything about meats or fats. Okay. here. So I had 
been on a diet for like forever because, you know, I, and do a lot of low fat, no fat, that actually is kind of harmful for you. And the first thing she said to me is you need to add good fats back in. So cook with avocado oil, flaxseed oil, coconut yeah. oil. Add the good fats in. Um, the meat, organic is best. Nitrate-free, if you want to do like sandwich meat or whatever, look for anything that's nitrate-free. We buy nitrate-free bacon and sandwich meat. Um, it's a little harder to find, but you can do it. So you mean your diet prior to this specific diet, you were cutting I was, up? I was trying to do a, a, a low-fat, no-fat type diet prior to this. Right. And what I've learned is that's a little more harmful because of what they replace the natural fats with is chemicals. So anything I can eat that is chemical-free is the best. So, so if you had a steak with some fat in it, as all organic, nitrate-free, that would be... And it doesn't even have to be organic steak, but yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, you can have your natural fats. Yeah, fats are not the culprit. I think, right. I, I think most diets are d discovering that now, is that you know, they, they went overboard in that direction and, and, and people were gaining weight <laughs> despite the fact and that And actually, healthy fat. natural fats have a high satiation. Exactly. So it helps you feel fuller. Right. And if you're doing it right. That's why nuts, almonds, those kind of things are really actually quite good. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's got the good oils in it. Sure. Anything fat. else, that any other group that you were avoiding? Yeah, sugar. Sugar. You have to yeah. really, especially white refined sugar, anything processed, your, your ho-hos and your that kind of stuff. So when you bake, you now use honey or you use um, maple syrup. Oh, sure. Um, so my biggest, what I found is I, I'm very much of a snacker, so I have to now just create some muffins to take along and I've got some great recipes for coconut flour so you just learn other things in all my baking now I use almond flour or coconut flour and that's fine you can use that and then you use your honey as your sweetener and uh, clarified I think, butter. You know even the fact you know I, I don't know if you are spreading your meals out but uh, I mean if you can keep your insulin levels mm -hmm. at, I, I talk about rather than eating three big meals a day or two big meals eat a lot of little meals you're keeping your insulin levels stable, right. and then you're not getting that spike, which mm -hmm. is which is obviously uh, can can affect your RA, I believe. Yes, so. and then of course, if you're hungry, you're grabbing things right. that aren't necessarily that are not good, good for, you. for you. Right. That's so sugar's a big one, and I do like my wine, and so wine is not good for me. Um, so I have to cut that back. Sauvignon Blanc but has less. <laughs> no, it does. It has less. Uh, it's a lower glycemic level, by the way. It's white, though. Oh, you don't like white? <laughs> yeah, those, uh, there's red ones that are really good, too, like a Merlot. Yeah, those I, are I do like yeah, a Merlot. The drier, yeah. the drier wines yeah. are, are better. I know all this, Brad. Uh, I know. <laughs> but I guess the point, too, is that you don't have to cut everything out. Right. You know, and things. And I was reading my notes for my nutritionist the first time I met with her, and she said to cut back grains to half a cup a week or something. Well, I cut them out completely just because I, when I've tried to add them back in. But some people can don't have to cut things out completely. It's all personal. So it is individual that you can Absolutely. kind of sub, you know, put it this broad category, but you may, each person may be a little bit different in there. Absolutely. I think there's some big overreaching, like the, the flowers and, and grains are probably, you know, there's some big things, sugar, processed foods, bad. Let's try to keep those to a very minimum. Take them out, see how you feel. Start adding a few things back in, and then you'll find your trigger foods. So I just wanted to mention, um, 
you have some particular books or some websites that you wanted to share th so that people can refer to that as well as this excellent video that you're <laughs> doing? <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, yes. The, if what I started doing was um, looking online, and there's something called mindbodygreen.com, and they have foods that fight fight inflammation, which I can't say. We'll put these in the description book down below. Okay. The, I mean, how many websites do you have, would you say? Oh, just, just a handful. And really, okay. when you Google, if you Google anti-inflammation diet, paleo diet is really kind of what we try to follow. Yeah, I've been watching, I've been right? on the paleo diet. Right. So that's, if you start Googling those for recipes, it just takes you everywhere. And as a caution, a lot of them will try to sell you something, but who cares? Just use your information and and put it into what your What I lifestyle. like about this, Jody, is the fact, I mean, even if people say, you're nuts, this isn't going to help my RA, this is good for you. I mean, this, I mean. Oh, th my gosh, it are, changed my life. Yeah, people are going to find out, and I, I honestly believe it is going to help your RA and fibromyalgia, without a doubt. I, I think there's people, I mean, remember we had the one uh, guy on here that actually talked about that his asthma went away when, sure. he, when he decreased his uh, in inflammatory foods. So uh, yeah. I, I think this is... Well, and it's not just RA. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's no. not just autoimmune diseases. Exactly. There's a whole category that are based on inflammation in your body. And so it's not just the fibromyalgia and the RA. I mean, anybody who's got an autoimmune disease is going to be helped by taking better care of what goes in their body. Wonderful. Hey, yeah, it just seems like our culture, you just go to the store, and mm -hmm. if you took... You know, probably 75% of the stuff in there is highly processed and you just right. change your whole outlook when you go shopping, I'm assuming. Even the organic aisle, you have to be careful in. Sure. You know? And it does take more time and effort, but I said pain is a great motivator. And, it, and of course, I have an awesome husband who cooks for me, so it really doesn't take that much off of me. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, once again, Jody, thank you very thank much you for very joining much. us. She's done a wonderful job. Please give her an applause out there. <laughs> and... Uh, Thanks for watching.